0: Hi, everyone. This is Josh Ledgaard back with the On Growth podcast, the first one we're recording in the new year, 2023. My first guest for the new year is Derek Vidal. So he's an expert in contest marketing, has helped several Kickoff Labs customers run successful contests. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast, Derek. So good to be here, man. I'm talking about my favorite thing. Cool. And now we're at the stage of the introduction where we play our music. I know that was awkward. All right we go. We can we can do a dance this is testing out the soundboard for me. Does it get lower as I do this? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. I did my own fade out there. All right. We are officially in the meat of the podcast. We got right to it. Cool. So how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, man. Got a lot of uh, contests about to kick off start this year. And I, th- I think it's such a great time to run them right at the beginning of the year for a lot of reasons. So we'll get into that today. But you yeah, brought it up.
0: So let's just start there. Why is the, the beginning of the year a good time to, to run a contest?
1: It's because December is the most expensive month for advertising by quite a bit. I just looked it up yesterday to see what the actual numbers are. It was like, a, I might get the cents slightly off here, but it was like $11.27 was the CPM in December. So the cost to show your ad to a thousand people and then in January it's been like six fifty one, uh somewhere right around there. So it's a, about half the cost. And it's really just because there's less advertisers. It's not like, oh yeah, no one buys things in January, all their money's gone. Right. They they still do whatever whatever they want to do and and you know, buy whatever's a good deal. So you just gotta create urgencies and urgency in other ways, other than just saying, you know, get your gift in time for Christmas. But yeah, it's just a lot cheaper to run ads in January and February than pretty much any other time of the year.
0: Yeah, that that rings true. We basically stopped running all of our ads in early December because we have hard caps on like the CPM and what we want to spend per click and per lead. And we started seeing that creep up after Thanksgiving. And then as we hit like early December, I was like, no, we crossed the line, man. We're not gonna, we're gonna turn this off for December. Like I don't need to compete against people's, you know, Black Friday and Christmas shopping ads yeah. and all that stuff. I don't need to compete against it. And so Turn them off for a while and and let the let the business hum and it was kind of a nice break from having to worry about the the ads running. Yeah, that's exactly right. But uh, but now we're back into January. I'd say the one one trend I'm seeing is so. Talk, we wanted to talk about trends for the new year. So like the now is a good time to run an ad. Or Run an ad, run a contest. One trend I'm seeing is people are spending, I actually think after December, you could, we were watching the ad prices and it's kind of plummeted back below where it was last year in our ad prices and our CPM. I don't know if you're seeing the same thing or is it above where you were last year? So this year versus last year, just comparing month yeah, to month? Yeah, this year versus last year in January. I'm not sure. I didn't actually look at that
1: stat. I, I believe it's pretty similar though. Over the last few years, the the pricing has been pretty similar you know, apart from the seasonal mm-hmm. trends. Um so yeah, I don't think their their advertising is gonna get that much more expensive. It it really does vary more per season and then per industry, of course, than it does just over time at this point. I mean, like if you run brand ads. 7 or 8 years ago that's when you're getting the you know really really big discounts and that's why like TikTok ads would be something for for people to look at the the struggle is that there's less people who have done it there is not as much of a template to follow you're having to go be a trailblazer if you want to get TikTok ads started for your company is why it's difficult but that would be where you would find slightly cheaper
0: ads right now i haven't i haven't tried myself we haven't booted up this account in a while but i've heard uh, i've heard twitter ads for various reasons are our bargain basement at the moment if anybody wants to go to go hit up the twitter community for advertising at least my anecdotal experience being a, a twitter user and on twitter is that the quality of the ads has gone dramatically downhill and the types of products that i'm seeing advertised It'll be a little, really easy to stand out with a high quality product on twitter compared to the way it used to be at least if you were if they were sending me ads for higher quality products you would really stand out now compared to the uh, the stuff that i'm seeing getting advertised to me
1: that's true cuz i just see draftkings and crypto.com over and over <laughs> when i go on twitter so just any kind of change of pace that that's a good point i mean they're used to seeing a lot of new and exciting offers on instagram yeah. and you know if you're a coach especially i think if you if i did something over on twitter they'd be like why is this guy even over here it'd be such a pattern interrupt in itself to to run some unique ads over there
0: yeah and so outside of outside of advertising trends what else do you see happening when it comes to people's marketing strategies in the next year like what do you what do you think what do you think's gonna be big in 2023 you may just mention tiktok which got me thinking about the next year is something we've thought about experimenting with but what do you what do you what do you see besides tiktok as something up and coming for marketers to keep an eye out for So the answer is pretty
1: similar to 2022 in that in 2022, it was figure out your nine by 16 vertical video game, no matter what you got to do. So, you know, TikTok reels, and then you've got Snapchat has spotlight. Pinterest has these things called story pins or excuse me, idea pins that are nine by 16 content. And, and then YouTube shorts, like for the first time ever, every platform is valuing the same format of content. So If you can find some way to make content that works on all of them, I mean one post that you get to post on like five platforms who are all favoring that form of content more than anything else is such a great strategy. It is easier said than done to make something that works on all of them. I think there like not every TikTok trend belongs on Reels, not every Reels trend belongs on Pinterest. So it's difficult to to just do that. I will say like I I think when when people hear like, okay, just do nine by sixteen on all of them. And then you actually go to post, you realize like, all right, now I got like a watermark on this one. I'm trying to bring it over here. Like there's intricacies like that. You want to get rid of watermarks. You want to know how to do the, the hashtags on each respective platform, stuff like that. Right. But the, the other way that I think it's really different in 2023 versus 2022 is that it's going to be less of copy the trends but do it for your business Mm -hmm. is kind of what it's been even in like 2021 this is what reels was it was just like go on tiktok find a trend and then be the one to move it to reels Mm -hmm. like that's how you make reels you just trickle down tiktoks and then now it's so much where people are having to be unique and find really their own way to provide value And I think if you had like a North Star question to really point you in the right direction of what you should be doing, it's how can I provide the most amount of value in the shortest amount of time? If that is through a carousel post, that will probably be the unique factor that works for you. If that is in a short video where you sit here and you just rattle off the points and then you clip it very fast and maybe even like background music, whatever, if like, if that's the shortest way to clearly get out your point, because there's a lot of things that I could teach, like, for for example, I could teach people like how to find your niche. And that's something that I, I can't even like fig, fit that in like a 60 second reel very effectively, and, and actually feel like I provided value to people. So like, that's something that I did better in a 10 slide carousel. And it it really is going to be about just solve that problem or, or you know, solve that question of how can I provide the most about amount of value in the shortest amount of time and then kind of fit, fit it in the format that, that works best to deliver that. But every social media platform is at a stage of maturity where it's not like, you just got to figure out TikTok because you're just going to go viral over there. Like it wasn't 2020. It was just like, you're just going to go viral. I went viral twice, like accidentally just doing trends and I got all these untargeted followers because they had nothing to do with my niche. But it was just like, you could just go viral on accident. So like there was, you know, reason to just find a way to get over there, even if you're not motivated to. But now I also think that a large part of your strategy should be based on where you are most excited to go. Because if you're really not excited about TikTok, or maybe as a personal user, like you just can't get off the scroll on there. So you just feel like it's just better for me not to have it. I don't even want to be on there Um, Maybe you just download TikTok, post your business's posts, you know, and then get back off. Like I'll do that sometimes because I just really don't even want to have that app on my phone. It's just too dangerous as someone who works from home all day. So and I and I can just do it under the guise of me thinking like, oh, yeah, I'm just doing social media research right now. So it's it it can be dangerous, right? You got to really know yourself here. But I think wherever you're most excited is, you know, something to say about where you should go to just because there's there's a lot of people in, in every market on all of them.
0: Yeah, I think I think that speaks. I was going to ask you that. And so you, I'm glad you mentioned it, which was, you know, it felt like a lot of the other social platforms like YouTube and Instagram were really struggling to catch up at first with TikTok. And then, you know, it became that like easy way for people to exploit kind of like as if they were like a new network that had just started because in a lot of ways they were in that short form video, the 16 by nine video. And so I was going to say like, yeah, I bet bet it's harder to stand out for that reason. Like now you actually have to go back to like what really works and the fundamentals of like oh, you have to produce content that excites you and excites your audience and reaches that specific audience. I don't know. It's interesting because you mentioned you mentioned like you know going viral with an untargeted audience, and that's something where I see sometimes where people say like people will look at a contest or or they're launching a product on Kickoff Labs, and they say, oh, I've got like a thousand a thousand views like in in a week, but like my conversion rate's like three percent, and that's you know pretty awful conversion rate for on our platform for what we see in, in usual. And I and I ask them like, well, how are you driving traffic? And then they'll tell me. Like, is that where your customers are? You're like, well, no, like that's not where our customers are. And like you get this like answer and you realize that like they were doing, they were trying to do this like trend-based marketing. So they managed to get a couple successful videos, but the videos they were marketing were not really closely aligned with their product. It was maybe kind of like aligned in terms of like lifestyle of their customers, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't super aligned with the product and you get all this traffic that just... No, yeah, they're not. They're not ever going to convert. They were just like there because the video yeah. and you, the video went big enough that you got enough people to come through. And you know, we see it even with other marketing strategies like SEO. And like we've put a lot of effort in the last year in our products, like search engine marketing, because frankly, it's just a place that we had not really spent too much time being really being really calculated about. And we hit a post. We hit a bunch of posts that got really popular in the last year, and some of them are great for conversion. Like we have posts on on you know keeping contests legal and fun and like all the rules around running like giveaways yeah. and for different countries like one for the uk and one for australia those posts are do phenomenal because like people come there and like you're coming to a post to read about the legality of a contest unless you're actually thinking about like running a contest <laughs> actually I've had, we've actually even had law firms contact us and be like hey can i borrow your content like mm. Sure. But then on the other hand, we had a post about, we did a post about sponsored posts. And for whatever reason, we now rank number one on Google for several keywords around like doing sponsored posts. But it's actually kind of annoying because we don't do sponsored posts on our blog. And so now we get, all we get from that is people that email us and say, I want to pay you $5 to put this post on your blog. Nope, sorry. Make it 10. <laughs> I, I've gone <laughs> back and forth. So I went, I didn't. One time last in the last couple of years, a couple of times I emailed them back and I said that's too low. And then they say, they do say, they say, how about $10. And then, and then I say, and I say, here's our, here's our line. And so I wrote back one time and I said, I said, I said, for, for $50,000, we'll run a post about that. Like it was kind of somewhat targeted <laughs> on the blog with a link to your site. And uh, he's like, hold on, I gotta go check. Like he wrote back, I'm like, hold on, I gotta go check. And I'm like, I'm like, curious where this is going and he came back and he said he said i talked to my boss your website doesn't have enough traffic for that i can offer you 15 and you did it no (laughs) no but it was just it's just like because then the audience like for people like doing sponsored posts i think there's coaches and there's people that make that probably do a really good job of like getting sponsored posts boosting your seo and your rankings that way like doing that i mean that's you know, sponsored posts is kind of to me. It's like modern influencers, like people that pay pay to play influencers in the in the space online. And like, there's a price, and there's a strategy, and there's a there's a way that works. It just wasn't a post that we probably should have put up on our blog because that's not the audience that we wanted. Sorry, that was a long story to yeah. say. Like, you re- restate what you said, which is like really aligning it with the audience. It's like it got to be critical no matter what uh, what task you're doing. Absolutely. Wait. Just hit this trend. There we go. That was my transition of pausing, saying it didn't work, and then do. So, what I want to mention at this point in the podcast, so we can keep talking about trends, is that Derek and I and, and Kickoff Labs are co-sponsoring. a Contest that will launch in the uh, that will be launching with this podcast in the first week of February. So, if you're listening to this, you can already go to grow. slash boss. So, it's an extension of our boss marketing contest that we're running with Derek. And there's a couple of cool things going on at the same time with this contest. So, one excited about is that we've made it easy for for people to produce contest templates. So, the secret. Top secret formula that Derek uses for his contests will be available as a template that you can just go and create on Kickoff Lab with instructions and guidance in the template to run it the way he recommends running contests. That's super excited. So everybody signed up for Kickoff Labs account, going entering a contest, can just do that, can start for free and do that. But that's not even the contest prizes. And so, Derek, I want to have you talk about the prizes that you are contributing to this, this competition for February.
1: Yeah. So I've got two different prizes in it. One is my social launch formula course. And then the other one is a two hour coaching call with me where I can advise you on a contest. We can talk about a lot of other stuff, I'm sure in that time, but well, I mean, if you've already got your contest ready, I might even need more than two hours. I'll probably just be nice and give you a little bit more if we need it, but we'll just fully consult your giveaway before you spend any money on advertising. Just let me look over it. I've done about 150 giveaways now between you know my my own companies as well as all of the other companies that i've consulted with so i just kind of know what it needs to look like before it works so that's one of the prizes and then the other one is my social launch formula program which i've had for four years now been refined multiple times just based off of the all these contests that i've run where i've just got it really templated now at the beginning it wasn't nearly as templated as 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 now because i hadn't run as many but basically you know, if you got this type of company, here's what your image should look like. Here's what your caption should say. And then just like fill in the blanks, email templates for after they enter the giveaway. What what emails do we send them? Because you actually want to not just confirm their giveaway entry, but send them some emails to let them know about your product. And then also at the end of it, I'm a big fan of at the end of the giveaway, not only announcing the winner, but simultaneously offering a consolation prize for all the losers in the form of some kind of discount. So we do the, the sales emails and everything like that to sell your product at the end of the giveaway. But what the ad should look like, how to build the Kickoff Labs landing page, you know, exactly how that should be, it's all just step-by-step. Step. So if you've ever gotten into Kickoff Labs and not exactly sure what to write, exactly what sure what which template to choose or whatever, it's just basically, if you'd rather just follow click-by-click instructions, that's the, the social launch formula program. So you'll just be able to follow that and run a large-scale social media giveaway. Right out of the
0: yeah, absolutely and so from the kickoff lab side, we're going to be giving away a few things so we're going to be giving away regular to the contributors. So we've been doing it weekly, you we might do it more than weekly it depends on the what we're seeing, but at least weekly we give away we give away our boss marketer mug that's reversed for you so this is the nifty nifty that's swag it. mug it's good for anybody yeah, for anybody that hmm. wants that. We're give away a couple of year-long subscriptions to Kickoff Labs so you can run your contests for the whole year on our product, and you'll want to stick with us after that year as well because we've got several people that just keep uh, keep running contests uh, year in and year out as part of their engagement marketing. And then, uh, Derek, I'm going to have you demo this one because you have the fancier microphone. We're going to be giving away the grand prize in this. It's going to be the Shure SM7B microphone, so... There's there's my modeling. Perfect, thank you. So we're gonna be giving away one of these babies, which is uh, perfect because we were just talking about uh, we were just talking about you know upping your 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 video and your your sixteen by nine video and your your production. And so I found like a high quality microphone makes a huge difference. Uh, last there's a little bit of a tangent. Last night my kids were going back and listening to early episodes of the On Growth podcast. And like, I think my son is pretty picky about the audio because he was listening to one episode and then he played another one, then he played another one. He's like, why does it sound different from episode to episode? This one sounds way better. I'm like, well, this one I got a better microphone. That one I was traveling, I didn't have it with me. And like, and, uh, and, and so he's, and so it makes a big difference, uh, not just if you're doing podcast interviews or anything, but like you're recording a product demo, you're recording, Something is just a big part of a big part of the job of like marketing a product these days. So the microphone is a big help in that in that space. You'll sound a lot better and hopefully get better results as part of the upping your game your audio. I'm excited. I think it will be a fun contest. Can I win? <laughs> You've already got a microphone. End my course. <laughs> as we hire people at Kickoff Labs, uh, one of, that's one of the questions is when they start seeing the content people are doing. People ask like, Can I enter I'm like. no. Like that is not going to look if some kickoff labs wins uh, wins one of these prizes. Yeah, you can enter any other. Josh guard one again. Uh, it's, it's actually a personal grifting scheme. I, I, win, I win. Yeah, all the time. Just funny because who works in marketing? She's she's like the luckiest person. She wins so many promotions, and I think it's I talk to her is because she enters promotions for all these small companies, so her odds are really good. And I've I feel like I never win anything, so I even. The you know, non kickoff laps contests, I heard they win. Some people are just lucky.
1: I've got a couple of giveaway wins oh, really? in, under my belt. Yeah, what did you won. I won when I sold Cutco Knives, my first business conference. They gave away like a $1,200 knife set, and there was like a couple hundred people in it. And I won that one. And then I won a guitar at the like county mm-hmm. fair or something. They were doing like a band was giving away a guitar if you stayed till the end. And I was just looking around and like, I'm like, this is like a two hour show and it ends at 10, like 90% of these people are going to be dipped out by then. So they can't even win. And you have to like use a QR code and then sign in on Facebook and then give your phone number and like do all these steps. And there was no cellular, cellular service there. So I was like, all right, if I figure out a way to do this, my odds should be good. And I yeah. actually did win. They, they called like two names before me and they weren't there. And then they called mine. Nice. So I was like
0: yeah local like contests from small businesses are a good thing to enter one i mean it's just it's better to support small businesses it's a tiny way to do it besides from buying from them is just you know getting on their audience and hearing from them what what makes you like want to enter a contest like you know you like a consumer at this point i'm not talking about Derek, the 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 contest person like you're looking at a contest judging them silently all the time but like when you see a promotion either online in person or a contest like what makes you want to enter
1: there is just a natural marketer in me that just loves to put myself through the sales process no matter what. So I think that's like usually like why I always just participate in so much marketing and download so many free opt-ins every time I see them. But other than that, I mean, as long as you want the prize, why wouldn't you give yourself a shot for it? If you want the prize big enough and there's that I think people think like they have to have like a strong believability that they're going to win in order to enter, but they really don't. And I've seen this in terms of like when people are like, should I give away one or if I give away like ten, like 10 winners will like way more people join. And it's like very similar the amount of entries that you get when you're picking one winner versus 10 winners. It's just kind of like, you know, a shot in the dark to these people no matter what. But I mean, it's just as long as the prize is exactly what someone wants. There you go. And you can maybe think of some ways to increase the value of whatever prize you're giving away. Like for instance, with this SM7B microphone, if there is like a special edition one online or you can buy one signed by Joe Rogan or something and you're giving that away, then you can increase prize value in in unique ways too. Like one time I did a giveaway for the first of one of the products that we were coming out with. Like who is going to win the first one of these was like a, a way to add a little extra value to it.
0: Yeah. I'll say we see that a lot. So that's uh, in terms of adding extra value to the prize in a non costly way. There's kind of like people get stuck in the trap of thinking about it. Like you said of like, Oh, I have to either give away 10 of them or, or the other way is like for the giveaway to be worth it. I have to give away something worth, you know, $2,000. And like, I do like that's a lot of money and when I, how many entries I'm going to get. But like, you know, If you're a book author, just like even like, you know, sign dedicated copies or like a meet and greet with you as like a book author. If you have like a physical product, we've seen companies with success of doing like a color that's exclusive to the contests. Like they won't release that color for another year, but you get the color of the product, whether it's like a T-shirt or whether it's like a toy or a game or something you get this edition which is not going to be released for a year to the general public just for entering the contest and the people are like oh i want the pink one like i need this color and that excites people but it's like a really minimal cost for you as a product person to to do it you know and then that exclusivity factor of like you know getting it early works really well with people who are you know doing a pre-launch for a kickstarter campaign is like hey like on the list and like, you know, when we ship, you could win one of our shipping ones, but the bigger prize is like, you can come now and we're email you about the discounts first. That is a prize in itself for people who are really yeah. interested in the product that might be coming out. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I, I like that, that unique color one. I've, I've done something like that before too, um, but there's a lot of ways to add a lot of value without really adding any cost.
0: I wonder if, if I did a, a special a special theme for the Kickoff Labs dashboard. <laughs> <laughs> would be... Let me sign the mic. <laughs> you want to sign the mic? <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll 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 have Derek sign the mic. We you just committed us to that now. It will be this mic. <laughs> okay. Cool. We're you everybody is now it's recorded, so that's what we're doing. Oh dang! <laughs> cool. This is. I, I, we're approaching. I know you said Riverside turns into a pumpkin for you. Have you gotten any of the warning messages yet? No. Nope. Okay. Good. We're at twenty six minutes, and it's still. I was getting worried about it's, it though. It's still working. Good. Cool. Anything Anything you wanted to ask me? Y- yeah,
1: I guess. What are you seeing as far as marketing that's working for you guys? Are you finding that a lot of the people signing up for Kickoff Labs are coming from these Google ads, the search intent focus to start finding you? Or have you done some push marketing with Facebook and Instagram ads where you go out and tell marketers who you are and give them a free account? What What's worked better for you, the push or the pull side of the market?
0: The combination. So a vast majority of signups at kickoff labs come come from come from either referrals of people who've already used the product at this point. Doesn't help if you're watching a this. Then the other side of it is is just that organic SEO traffic that we're driving or we're driving people to. And then from like, you know, people that hear about contests, that's our goal for the next year is like really ramping this up with contests. Uh, advertising we It's okay. Like, I always, like, I have a love-hate relationship with ads. We don't do great. Personally, I think it's just a skill set of where we're at as a company. Like, the reach out a cold audience marketing, We do much better at the retargeting marketing. So, like, people that have seen a piece of content and then getting, doing the retargeting to be like, hey, remember you saw that piece of content on this contest platform? Like pulls people in back into this and we hear it from our customers too, that they're retargeting. And I think we mentioned it in the last podcast that you recorded the retargeting. Like if you run a contest, like just put pixel on it from Facebook or Google or wherever you like to run your ads from. And then retargeting to the people who saw the contest, even if they didn't enter the contest, they were interested in your product or the giveaway. And so they clicked it and opened it at some point. And so being able to advertise to them brings back people to make purchases and so we hear that from customers and it's been a reality for us as well as the retargeting is a pretty cost effective way than than reaching out to the cold audience. Yeah, I think if you've got enough cold
1: traffic coming in from like searches on your blog posts. It sounds mm-hmm. like like contest related blog yeah. posts. Um, yeah, if they see that, then you can convert them on an Instagram ad way easier, especially if you're running it to people like been to your website in the last like seven to 14 days but have not purchased i don't know if you like run excluding some people who have already bought from the ads yeah but yeah that's
0: yeah that's uh, the audience although frankly it's like it's a the percentage are so small i'm frankly fine if we're sending like because some of our ads are useful content like tips and tricks for running like contests yeah honestly don't mind if people cool. who've already signed up see those and, like, we're paying for it a little bit because it's it's a Makes much sense. smaller percentage than the people who just, like, viewed the blog posts. Yeah. And it's not not unexpectedly different small percentage, but you always have that drop-off in the funnel. Like, not everybody who views the blog post is going to come back and then sign up because they're not, like, thinking about running a contest that day. But, you know, right. six months from now, they might come and run contests. I'm always floored when we get people like this. Today, somebody upgraded. I always look at, like, where they signed up and when they joined the product. They joined our email list in 2000. They created an account in 2001. Wow. They'd had that free account and not done anything with it from 2001 until now, 2023. And they upgraded. So all right, it's not enterprise. enterprise con. <laughs> this is the sales cycle for some people. It's not like we've been reaching out to them the whole time, but they've been on our newsletter list. They've been hearing about this. They've probably been retargeted a couple of times through it. But some people like that's how long it can take to have a relationship and all of a sudden get them to buy. It's not ideal in all the cases for the business, but like sometimes you have to have some patience.
1: It's one of the the most logical reasons of why just sticking with it does work. Cause now that I've done this for four years, now I start having people come back like, Hey, I, I coached with you three years ago, like how do I get back in that program? And I'm like,
0: Oh yeah, like I
1: forgot about this person and then, like they just start, you know, coming out of the weeds and yeah, past customer of business. If you're getting past customer of business then that that's really the, the most sure sign that y- your business work. Uh, like there's nothing else that could be more telling that, hey, they let, it was obviously a good value exchange because they came back and did it again. And, and now you just have this layer of people that are coming back without additional marketing necessary or at, at least additional paid marketing necessary because you've just been emailing them. And yeah, tw- 23 years to convert, dang. 23 years,
0: it was, yeah, three, three years to convert. Oh, I thought you said t- 2000. No, not 2001. If I said that. You well, did say did, did that. Did I say 2000? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no, we haven't yeah. been in business that long. No. Okay. I was like, it I was, didn't know the internet was 20, existed yet. Yeah, 2020, 2020, 2020, they signed up. 2021, they created okay. a free account. 2023, just like two days ago, they they upgraded their free account to it. A- okay. Mm-hmm. I and only it was ran like their twenty three years they just been ran... like, I don't know about contests. Yeah, they never <laughs> ran a contest in twenty 2020, twenty in 2020, 2021, 2022. They just kept the free account and kept getting our newsletters okay. and then upgraded. So yeah. No. We have been in business. It does surprise people. We have been in business since since two thousand two thousand eleven is when we first opened And so uh, that does surprise people, and we actually do. It is fun occasionally when I'll talk to some a customer and realize, and they say, "Oh, I use you guys in 2012," and they tell me what it was for, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I remember that. Like yeah, welcome back," because <laughs> uh, I remember a lot of the early customers pretty well.
1: Nice, yeah. So do I.
0: Cool. I think this is a good place to wrap it. I don't want to go over anybody's recording. I want to remind people, like we said earlier, to go to grow.kickofflabs.com/boss and enter the latest boss marketer contest again you'll get a chance to win coaching session with derek the shore microphone uh, kickoff labs mugs and and some additional additional uh, coaching class resources from derek as well as some K- kickoff labs account for a couple people as well so again grow.kickofflabs.com/boss and uh, enter to win and let us know what you think of the contest Derek, closing words.
1: Good luck on the contest, guys. If you don't win, you, you feel free to reach out to me and just shoot me a DM on Instagram at socialbamboo with an underscore at the end. And you know, feel free to ask me a couple questions on there, and I can help you out that way. And uh, I've got lots of free resources to help you out with
0: it. That was the wrong transition. I meant to start the music. Okay. Well, I, I thought you thought I had cut off, and then you were uh, trying to. I was like going to play the play. All right, this is. We're going to nail this next time we do this with the sound later everyone bye